Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check, levels, levels. We have levels. Good. The levels are good. Wonderful. Hey, and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. I'm Cherries. I am also Carrots. We're going to work on a smoothie. <laughs> yeah. I'm I Carrots. That would be good, a carrots and cherry smoothie? I think so, because the carrots, carrots gives you, um, you know, like it gives you the sweetness. There's sweetness in carrots. And yeah, also I think you get the carotene. good. Yeah, totally. All that kind of stuff. Vitamin A, I yeah. think, is in carrots sure. too, isn't it? Vitamin C probably you too. Letters. I'm like, yeah, vitamin yeah. R, give it to me. Absolutely. Riboflavin. There's yeah. so much riboflavin in carrots. And then if you put in the cherries, then you get that extra hit of fruit sweet like the tartness and the, probably the yeah. color oh my god yeah, the okay. color would be bionic wouldn't it yeah, orange and red beyond, yeah Ooh. i like that so yeah carrots and cherries the smoothie if you uh, are out there and you are a <laughs> chef an aspiring chef i mean there's got to be other things it can't just be those two things just round that out for us Send Put those in. two things together somehow and tell us about and them. Tweet it at us and we'll hook you up with the chips at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G, Hog, Karis Hog. And I'm on Twitter at Jeremy underscore Baker. This episode is 96. Holy moly. Wow, we are approaching 100. 100% thought we'd be fired by now. <laughs> 96, I, just, I didn't plan on it. Uh, yeah, I was hoping not. That was more my other, my other job. Um, this one, I'm hoping yeah, that we will. Last, will we get to 99? Yeah, yeah, we totally will, for sure. Uh, this episode is entitled Bangcast. Not bang in, like, bang in the hair way. Bang, like the bangs on your head. Some people call the bangs a fringe, actually. A hockey frilla. <laughs> hockey frilla. <laughs> And we will get into some interesting things happening at Florida hockey games later in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, Bangcast has got it. We got a couple opportunities to play around with that word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, we are also going to talk about big wheels on this episode. Do you remember big wheels? Uh, just these fantastic, low to the ground tricycles, essentially. Basically, a badass tricycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those were great. Uh, so we're going to talk about those. Also, um, we're talking about surrogacy. Yep. And maybe a positive, an upside of surrogacy that, you know, you may not think of necessarily if you haven't been through the birth process. Yeah. Inspired by a tweet you saw from, uh, what is it? At love your cakes or at love your cake. Yeah, I think that's at your, that's right, the second one, yeah. Second one, okay. Yeah. And then she was just like, oh, uh, you know, she was a a surrogate and she was just like, a a part of this I didn't fully appreciate was that after the baby was born, I got to hand the baby off and go to bed. And then go have a really big, long, uninterrupted sleep. And in her case, she uh, is a mom and and has has gone through the process and and you're a mom, Karis, and it's like. You have the baby and then you can't get to work. You're like, what, what? (laughs) What, what, what? So we will talk about that. We'll also talk about a woman who got a bad haircut and felt it was so bad that she took it to the BC Civil Resolution Tribunal. She wanted damages. She wanted to be paid 
not only a refund from the salon for her haircut, but also she wanted extra money on top for the damages done to her lopsided haircut. So out of control. <laughs> uh, and yet at the same time, I, you know, if she had been successful, I'm like, oh, man, how many times would I want to get <laughs> How many times have you had a, eh, look, not, not a what great I haircut? What I asked for, 100%. Yeah. And I, I just, said a trim, and I think he took off three inches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get an extra 100 bucks. We didn't talk about it in the break, but I want to talk about it with you right now. Why didn't the salon give her a refund immediately, I guess, when she asked for one? Or did she? I'm I not sure. It's understand. not clear if from the article if she asked the salon, first of all, hey, if she went up to them the next day and said, listen, I've looked in the mirror. This for. is not what I asked for. I want a refund. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if she did that or not or if she just went straight to the tribunal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably she would have asked the salon first, you I would guess. Think, yeah. But I mean, you know, the salon probably reacted as, you People know. People like, and egos and personalities and I understand that. Yeah. I guess I come from team just like, Here's your money. Go away. I'm almost like, here's your hundred bucks. And I just throw it beside them. You know what I mean? Just like. Because <laughs> you know they're not coming back anyway. <laughs> yeah. They're not coming back. And it's no. like, fuck off. Right. Just like, go away. Um, and in my. And so. And I, to me, this is an example of maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know the whole story. But maybe the, the salon and they had a back and forth. Like, why does she escalate it to that? Yeah, exactly. To begin with. Totally. And then Maybe. this could be another example of if you are in business, could it just sometimes be worth checking your ego? I know it's hard. People complain about me all the time. And I mean, also then you're- I want to light you know, things on fire. And you're losing money, and right? you're losing so money, that would but it's a hundred bucks. That would have to be the stylist that's then giving the money back. But yeah, I mean, you know. So you, just, but then you got to do the calculation. Exactly. Right? It's all those times. You know, when people settle out of court all the time, you're like, I didn't do anything wrong. But if this goes to court, and in this case it did, and you're going to win because you did nothing wrong, but then is it worth just, just $100 would have made it go away? And then it would have made it go away eight months ago. So I you know. know. So well, I don't know that we don't get into that later in the in the show. I just I wanted to talk about that now. I meant to get into it when we were doing it, but it dries it. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's already I'm bored of myself. <laughs> so I, I'm glad we okay. didn't. I'm glad we didn't do that on the live show. <laughs> All right, let's get into our first topic on this. I want to find the salon. <laughs> oh, it's on Commercial Drive. It was in the article. The name of the salon. I forget. Okay, I'm I gonna look it now. up. Maybe look we should phone someone. That would have been interesting too, and just be like, "Come on the show." Can you talk about legal reasons they can't talk about? It? Yeah, maybe not. You can't talk about your one hundred dollar <laughs> fucking ruling for legal reasons. Okay, sorry. Where are uh, we? The first topic of this podcast is trying to explain. I had to try and explain what an encyclopedia or a set of encyclopedias is to my young children. So last night I was uh, doing some work on the computer and my. Uh, eight-year-old was sitting next to me reading Calvin and Hobbes and he was having fun. He was like, oh, mom, he was reading me the funny ones. And then and then he read me one of the lines in Calvin and Hobbes and the punchline was encyclopedia. There's something that Calvin was doing and it was like, ha encyclopedia, joke. And he looked at me all confused, like, I don't get the joke, mom. I don't like what what is an encyclopedia? What does that even mean? How do I say that? So then I had to try and describe to my eight-year-old what an encyclopedia is. And I was struggling. I was like, I don't know, there are these books. 
it's like an olden timey reference thing. And, you know, if you, some families had a few of them, you know, maybe you'd collect them. They were sort of almost family heirlooms sometimes. You know, they'd be passed on. <laughs> and, 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 and then I was thinking about it and I don't even, how did they choose what to put in them? Because now with the internet, we have access to almost any kind of information you can think of. But it, somebody had to choose it had what to be thing, edited. It had to be edited. You have page space. And you'd have to think, okay, well, I have to put this thing in the encyclopedia. And who, like, how would you even do that? How, how do you choose these things in oh, these the books? the meetings. The meetings would have been the worst. <laughs> like, that would have been a job of meetings. If you worked at the encyclopedia company, you'd be like, another meeting? We're going to include Pitcairn Island? No. Cook Islands? Maybe. <laughs> you know, and I would have to fight for Pitcairn Island. Yeah, it's like Pitcairn Island should be it in should there. It should be in there. And they'd be like, well, we don't have the space. We got to make sure we, we've got to give more time to Hawaii because everyone knows that. And I was like, agree to disagree, boss. And then, you know, whatever. I'd go work for Encarta, the CD-ROM encyclopedia, because I could fit a little more on there. I'd be like, F you guys, the future is CD-ROM. Screw you, Britannica. This yeah. is all going online. This is Encarta, not even online. That wasn't invented yet. I'm going to CD-ROM encyclopedias. Wow, I didn't have, I didn't even, I don't even know what that is. I didn't have that. My parents had, had some encyclopedias, but like the physical big ones that you could hurt someone with. Yeah, yeah. Encarta was glorious because that was like, there were little clips of audio. It was a multimedia experience. You're like, the future is computers. <laughs> oh, it sure is. <laughs> How far would you go to complain about a bad haircut? To the ends of the earth. Yes, apparently oh, one woman would do that. That was uh, Milky Chance with Stolen Dance on 1027 The Peak. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy, 708. A woman got a haircut at a salon on Commercial Drive in Vancouver. And she said it was lopsided and too short. Mm-hmm. And she she didn't go quite to the ends of the earth to complain about how bad this haircut was. But she did take it to the BC Civil Res- Resolution Tribunal. Okay. You know, I, I mean, it wasn't even just like, I think there were some, some negative reviews online that yeah. she posted potentially. Uh, but also, she took it to, like, she essentially took it to the law and said well the, this is horrible like this can't, this can't be right i can't end up with a haircut this bad what did she want to have happen the hair put back on her head the way uh, it was before the haircut uh she she wanted to be refunded the 111 dollars and 75 cents and rewarded an additional 100 dollars in damages all right uh the tribunal has dismissed the complaint because they looked at the facts, they they looked at pictures, you know, before and after yeah. photos of this woman's hair. <laughs> oh wow! Like how bad was this haircut? And they rejected the complaint, saying it is a common experience that some haircuts are better than others. <laughs> and you know, it tur- turns out that this hair salon did not do you so horribly with this haircut. Like you may think you look th- that bad, you don't really. Like just chill out. Don't go back there next time. It's okay. I mean, I have you had a bad haircut? I have a bad haircut right now. <laughs> Jeremy. 
Jeremy's like, check out this salad. I should be wearing a toque today. I think they just go like, do you look like, uh, you know, Courtney, um, Courtney Cox from uh, Scream 3? No, case dismissed. <laughs> Talking about a woman who got a bad haircut on Commercial Drive and she took her complaint about the bad haircut to like a civil tribunal. You know, actual lawyers. A lawyer looked at her case and, and had to decide whether or not her haircut was so bad that she needed to be rewarded damages. Uh, apparently, she didn't. And uh, Darren says the difference between a good and a bad haircut is just two weeks. That's all it takes. That's some good folk wisdom. Yeah, and that really, I mean, I've experienced that. Everybody's experienced that. Just give it a few weeks. Can you imagine being the judge on this tribunal, though, and you've years of university, a whole career administering the law and this comes across your desk? Oh my god. And you're looking at before and after photos you're, of a haircut. Oh, see, I don't think. I oh, mean, does, it's, it, it, does it look lopsided? Well, I, mean, it's good. I mean, maybe your head is lopsided. <laughs> maybe you need to have your ears lowered. Speed is of the essence. Imagine giving birth and then having the time to just sleep and rest and recover. How that would be fun if that were possible. Good morning. This is The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 818. That was Cage the Elephant. Come a little closer on 1027 The Peak. Staring at the rain, imagining giving birth. Yeah, just look out there at that dark, gray, depressing vista and imagine one of the most physically and emotionally and spiritually demanding things that a human can go through. So you've never built any furniture from Ikea? <laughs> it's close. It comes close. I mean, there's some of those bookshelves, man, I tell you. Like, I've given birth and I've built furniture from <laughs> you've Ikea. You've done both. I've you done... are the strongest human. I Thank you. Thank you. I will uh, take all of the accolades. Uh, <laughs> Pretty similar, but you know, it giving birth is such a huge thing, and and then you can't rest afterwards. And I was reminded of this fact by a tweet that I saw uh, by a woman named Candace at Love Your Cake on Twitter, and she just gave birth. And uh, this is not her first child, but she tweeted, "Gotta say, there's something really awesome about having a baby and then not having to deal with the parenting part." And she's referring because she was a surrogate in this last pregnancy. So she did the making of the baby. She did the birthing of the baby. But then she handed the baby to somebody else to look after. And that that really just hit me because I remember going through that process and thinking like, that was incredible. I don't know how I got through that. And I am so tired. I am not only incredibly dehydrated, like I was crushing apple juice boxes like they were going out of style, um, but I was so tired and you you can't rest. It's not like, oh, wow, done that. I'm going to go take a three-day vacation. Don't bother me. I'm just going to lay in my bed and I'm going to drink apple juice and watch Netflix for literally 72 hours straight. Do not bother me. That's what you want to do, but you can't. Then you have this little human who needs to be on you at all times and is waking up and you're waking up and you're needing to do things. And especially as a first time mom, you're like, what is happening? So that just, that tweet hit me. So when you watch a hockey game and they're like, wow, that hockey player did a two minute shift. <laughs> He's what a warrior. 
How is he even still standing? You're like, what? <laughs> I says, pardon? Hmm? Uh, discover with Tyler Bancroft has said the whale is on tonight here on this very radio station. That's uh, right. Nine o'clock, one on two seven, the peak. Tyler Bancroft. I've said the whale is uh, showing a bunch of uh, strange, wonderful, and weird music from around the world. And uh, also shares a new Said the Whale song. So that's nice. Yeah, and a lot of Canadian content, too, on that program. So that's nice. Yeah, Canadian content to me is not a genre, but yes, well, very nice. Well, you know, bands bands from Canada. Bands from Canada that make yeah. rock and roll music. Yes, yeah. very nice. Um, okay, so um, last night at the Canucks game... Uh, physical distancing was was easily achieved in Florida. My wife at one point asked, like, well, you know, you always hear Florida in the news, like, oh, they're maniacs. They don't care about COVID protocols. Then you watch the Panthers game. You're like, cool, there's no one there. Lots of space. <laughs> they're doing a good job. I'm like, it's incredible. <laughs> I don't know why it was so hard on Florida. Uh, except for one person didn't get the memo, uh, rapper uh, Kodak Black was at the game and uh, very hilariously late in the game um, during perhaps maybe they were playing his jam. I can't remember what song was playing on the uh, PA, but uh, he and his friend uh, decided to, uh, to to dance provocatively. Yes. And it was captured on. <laughs> and it was captured on. Well, the the one video shot that you just I saw a lot on Twitter, at least initially, was from across the Arena. Yeah, and looked like he was enjoying a little frumby um a sexual position. Yes, that's what it that's what it looked like. And because he was in a suite and so, you know, the, it wasn't like he was sitting in a seat. Like they were standing in a suite and there it looked like Well, he was standing, she was uh, in kind po- of in positions, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Doing some like some sort of gymnastic routine thing, okay. Yeah, and it was hard to tell exactly what was going on. Like a downward dog maybe? Like that's yoga what position? it looked yeah. like. Yeah, it okay, that's like, what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, from across the way. Yeah. Now Kodak some people were like, "Well, no, you know, she was twerking, they were dancing." You're like, "Well, that's hard in this grainy video taken across an arena." Yeah, you but can't really tell. Kodak Black himself Instagram the event. And <laughs> And according to that, they it was dancing. Yeah, there were, were there they were clothes were, that were on. They were twerking. Yeah. So Kodak Black, I think, is now my new favorite hockey fan. And I know there are professional hockey fans. The teams you know hire like you know Bill the Maniac. Uh, I'm a hockey. You know I'm the Florida Panthers. I'm like Kodak Black. You are welcome at every hockey game forever. Grandson's the name of the artist, uh, or that's the name he goes by. The song is called Dirty. I listen to 1027 The Peak. Good morning, guys. It's an early show with Karis and Jeremy. Karis, you showed me um, this video of, of people uh, ice biking. And at first I was like, well, yeah, they do that every intermission of every hockey game. It's really funny. They put them on the tricycle and they're like, go. And then you pedal, but you barely move. But this is like an actual Sportish fun thing to do with the buds on the weekend? Yeah, I was looking at 604 now, and they're ta- they're talking here about Vancouver getting a cool new bikes on ice experience where you get to race bikes that are specially made to go on the ice. You know, instead of a back wheel, like they're low to the ground, they've got yeah. the front wheel. It's almost like 
Those are tri- tikes. Just, uh, the big wheels. Big wheelers, yes. 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 Right? But yes. on the ice. So you have the, the big wheel on the front and then blades on the back. And apparently you, you can race. And this is coming to Vancouver in late March. $45 admission. But the location just says Vancouver. So it's hard to find much more about it. Apparently, it's the creators of go-karting on ice are bringing us bikes on ice in March. It's a pop-up event. And you, I guess if you, you know, you pay $45 and then you get to just race people. And then, you know, the top, the top cyclists will battle. They'll move on to the next battle. And then I guess, you know, there's, there's a winner. And I don't know what the winner gets. Maybe just accolades from the other bikers. That would be enough for me. I just want to (laughs) smash on others. Yeah, when I mean, when we were kind of doing our pre-show before the show, and you're like, hey, check out this ice bike. And I was like, dumb. You're like, no, 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 look at the video. And then I was like, I'm sold. I want to do it so badly. And now that you're talking about those big wheels. uh, And it looks like big wheels on ice. It looks exactly like big wheels on ice. And it got me thinking about all my awesome big wheels and the sweet jumps I did. And I'm like, I got to do this. This is big wheels for adults. I got to do this. And which, speaking of which, on the big wheels, you can't buy those anymore. I, when you brought it up, it actually, the the lightning bolt, I didn't want to talk about on the radio because I don't want to give away another one of my like multi-million dollar ideas. <laughs> Jeremy, please give give it to us. We need it. Why are we not making big wheels for kids today? I don't know. Did somebody, was there some sort of big wheels accident? Yeah. And, and w- now they can't they make them anymore? Were they out of existence? Did kids stop caring about awesome fun and if you had a big wheel and it wasn't worn away on one area from doing awesome skids like were you even on the big wheel were you even trying it's unclear okay well there you go guys sort out the shipping container situation so we can get raw materials from china then karis and i will be tinkering away in the peak underground garage and we're going to come back at you guys with big wheels but for adults was that for a radio program? That was a great for a radio program and for a podcast of the radio program. All right, which is a radio program, but on the information superhighway. That's yes, amazing. on demand. That's what this is. <laughs> you can listen to this at any time. I wonder what time you're listening to this at right now. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Weird to think about. Yes. Um, so, uh, yes, please feel free to get in touch with us at any time uh, via the Twitter yeah, we're looking at our smoothie concept. Uh, we want mm-hmm. carrots and we want cherries. Yeah, and it can be, well, it could be a smoothie or it could even be something else. If you have, you know, like, I don't know, there's carrot cake. I don't know if you could, Yeah, like little, you know, like, bits of cherry in the in, cake, maybe? right? Because there is, there is little bits of big fruit can be and nuts and stuff can be. In a carrot cake. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Maybe, like, dried cherries. I'm going to leave that up to the to the the dreamers out there that can the dream dreams. Culinary enthusiasts yes innovators yes people that are willing to step outside the box and create some sort of dish i think a smoothie is where we should go but let's not put a contain container on this nope we we want uh all all ideas all ideas are valid at this point we're still brainstorming at karis hogg c-h-a-r-i-s-h-o-g-g i'm at jeremy underscore baker get at us with your carrot carrots and cherries smoothie concept ideas or any food ideas that can put carrots and cherries together uh if we read your take on the podcast you get chips that's how this works cool all right anything else we need to talk about i don't think so i think we've got i don't think so i think we got tomorrow 
depending when you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. They, we do. We make them and they come out the day of. So it's Wednesday, January 12th. Right now it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday, January, January 13th, 13th. Peak sticker blowout. <gasps> All peak stickers must go. Oh, yeah. No peak sticker will be left behind. If you like one, I can't remember. I think you text the show. Uh, 281 or 27 tomorrow. And uh, we get your information. We'll mail you peak stickers. Whew, it's this just is a that podcast. Easy. You could be in. Yeah, we're going to have. Uh, we're going to have. Pit a Karen Islands right now. We will. It'll take 400 days to get to you, but we, you will get peak stickers. <laughs> it will take 400 days. Is that right? Pit Karen? Is that right? I think so. I think you got it. There are a few islands in the deep South Pacific, like right in the middle. Right in the Way middle. Way in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's and kind of near the Cook Islands, kind of. Because what, what happened? Oh, so last night. Uh, I've got back. So since we started the morning show, it's completely changed my life. My life in the past was like smoke pot and watch a movie at night. Yeah, because or you, Bob's Burger or whatever. Because I worked you, afternoon drive. Yes, you did an afternoon drive show, and so you so did I got up, not. I, you I did, did not morning need to get up early with the kids. So that to me was early. Like getting up at eight in the morning was early. And oh god, how naive I was. Oh yes, very. So since we started the morning show, I, I was like, oh, I'll get, you know, eight hours of sleep was the most important thing in my life and or something that resembled that. And there's a lot of life and, and being a dad and a working dad and making sure everyone's taken care of. That went away. And uh, and then I was like, you know, what? I'm going to bring it back a little bit, but I can't stay up super late at night and get super stoned and watch the weirdest movies. But I did just smoke a little half joint and I watched part of um, The Bounty. Yeah. 1980. Three, four. four we looked I it think. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Mel Gibson and, and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, as Captain Bly and and uh, Gibson plays uh, um, Mr. Christian, based on the true story of the mutiny, mutiny. on the bounty. Yes, and that happened in the 1700s, yeah. something like that. Yeah, late 1700s, in the age of exploration. So these guys are in Tahiti. Obviously, we go there on holiday. Well, you can imagine these. Fucking scurvied out idiots. They're in Tahiti. They're loving life. Captain's like, nope. Navy discipline. Let's go back to rainy old England. And they were like, no. And so they had a mutiny. So then these guys, uh, Mr. Christian and a few of the other guys, grabbed their wives and some other Tahitian bros that were friends with them at the time. And they're like, okay, well, we can't stay in Tahiti because the Royal Navy will come get us. And, and back in the old days, like, that's a death sentence. Like, you're done, bud. So... They start sailing around, um, looking for another island, an in island the South Pacific. that's not on the map. They want to go to an unknown island. So the Pitcairn Islands had been rediscovered by the British, but they had screwed up where they are because back in the olden days they weren't so good at they weren't so good at longitude before the invention of a thing called the marine chronometer. Before the invention of that, which was around that era. But the ship that first rediscovered them didn't have one. They got it wrong, so they didn't know it. The British Navy didn't know where these islands were, but these guys did from their Tahitian, Tahitian Polynesian friends. So they end up on these islands, and that's where they lived. And and then things get weird. You got a Wikipedia. Things get weird as we discovered. They fought amongst themselves. Um, there was a, the Tahitian men that came with them, and the British um, ended up coming in conflict, and they battled a little bit. And uh, things got weird. But to this day, the inhabitants of the Pitcairn Islands, which I think only numbered, what did we look at? Like 90, 76 70 or something. something, are descendants of 
the initial Tahitian um, indigenous people and mutineers. Yeah, so the white guys from Britain yeah. and the Most Polynesian women, women making kids. humans... And those to this humans day are, are the descendants yeah. of the most of the men serve some jail time for weird things. When you Wikipedia, it, it's a fascinating story. Yeah, do a deep dive. I'm glad you've discovered the art of watching half a film, Jeremy. I didn't watch. I, I picked it up part way in and left before it ended. Yeah, see, there you go. You just watch a piece. Watch a piece. That's what I've been doing. That's and what then, I do. Uh, I just, you know, I watch uh, the the middle part. Maybe I watch the first third. Maybe I watch the last half. It depends here and there. And sometimes I'll go back and I'll watch the other parts that I didn't see. And sometimes that's that, that's it. That's all so I like, got. Don't look up. You watch the first third. Then you watch the second third. Have you finished it? Yes, I have. And I was actually so thinking So you made it a three-part series. I did make it a three-part series. And I was thinking that maybe I should talk about that on the radio program tomorrow morning. Well, let's give them a little taste on the podcast now. What did you think? I, I really liked it. You did, ultimately, yeah. Because yes. the first third, you were like, I can see why people like it, but I don't know. Yeah, and I... And then I, on the sec- second third, you went... It's getting better. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I mean, you not were, that it was bad to begin with, but I was, you know, I kind of, I was getting the vibe, and it really, it really does a good job of harnessing uh, the feeling right now of just total chaos in humanity and how... You know, they're real and present dangers. And, and we know how to fix them in, or have some strong theories. Yes. But trying to get everybody on the same page is, I mean, you know, it's, it's like it's like herding cats. It's like we're, we're The humans on this planet are a bunch of cats. And some are more intelligent and plugged in than others. And uh, because of the Internet, you know, some have gone awry and they've gone out down weird rabbit holes. I, I, I think there there's a style of person out there now too that is against whatever it is. You know what I mean? The government could say the sky is blue and there'll be just people just be like, No, it's red. No, I just and you dis- will not, I, yep, I I disagree. And so I mean that whole in a way the film is kind of depressing because it's too on the nose. <laughs> um but at the same time there were moments of levity and hilarity you know, still based in this depressing facts of our current situation. Like, like the depression is almost like so funny. Yeah, that's it. It's like all, you're like, this is so real and yeah. so dumb. Yeah. And so real that yes. it's funny. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll get there. I'll get there. I ended up watching the one that you told me about the power of the dog on Netflix. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed Kirsten that. Kirsten Dunst, Cumberbatch, there's Smog, Doctor Strange. Uh, Jesse Plummins played uh, Landry at uh, Friday Night Lights very famously. And it's a Jane Champion film. Yep. And the last Jane Champion film I remember watching was way back in probably 1994, The Piano. And it has piano vibes. It does. It totally does. And then the music was so just like, uh, like just so unsettling. And I was like, oh, man, the music's so good. Johnny Green went from Radiohead to the soundtrack. Very cool. I didn't Crazy. even know that. And then when they did their little weird Golden Globes they did this year, I don't, do they even count? But anyway, that movie won the best drama or whatever. So yeah. So it was cool. Anyway, that was good. So you told me about that. And I checked it out. I was like, that was really awesome. So mm-hmm. you know what? I might even watch Don't Look Up. Yeah. I, I recommend it. At least a third it. of it. At least watch the first third. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what, what movie have you watched a third of? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> 
tweet at the show. All right, I guess we'll do this again tomorrow, you guys. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Um, I, my sister listens to the podcast, doesn't tweet at me. She texts me. That's so. That's she because she's your chips. sister. She gets to yeah. She gets to text you, but no chips for no, Andrea, no, right? Yeah, no, no chips for Andrea. <laughs> but uh, we have one listener, so thank you, Andrea, for listening to the yeah. podcast. And we'll so do, wonderful, and we'll do this again tomorrow. All Bye-bye. right, see ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.